another recording of my story um, with Holly McAllister, um, who I absolutely adore. She is a pillar. She is a woman of strength and integrity, and she is as real as they come. <laughs> um, and so when I asked her if she would um, like to do this, she was like, absolutely. And I know whatever, she was already ready. <laughs> and so um, I'm just going to stop talking. And you just share with us what the Lord's put on your heart, girl. All right. Well, thanks for having me. You're so welcome. Um, I love listening to your podcast. Um, Katie's was my favorite, of course, but you <laughs> yeah. know, I made a guest appearance on <laughs> yeah. that one. Yeah. Um, but uh, so when you called me and you asked me, um, I am a firm believer in my testimony um, and all that it's brought me through. Um, and so I love sharing my testimony. So I kind of like that's kind of what the Lord put on my heart. Mm-hmm from the beginning was just to kind of share that because like that's that's my story Amen. right yep that's um, right it's it's how I got here it's how it's who I am today um and Amen. it's it's really shaped my walk with him um and so but then as so you called me a couple weeks ago I've had this you know on my schedule right um past couple I'd say about a week and a half the Lord's really told me of a refining fire and how a blacksmith works with iron and gets things hot yeah, to get them molded, how they're supposed to be, um, and things like that. And he kept telling me about um, the story in Daniel, about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Um, and that, I think he did that on purpose, because um, w- what doesn't he do on purpose, yeah. right? Yeah. But he um, that's one of my favorite stories in the Bible. Yeah. Um, and it actually, it's funny, because it's Jane Lee's favorite story also. <laughs> they just did it a couple weeks ago up on the Wednesday night crew. And she's, that's all she talks about. Wow. Um, wow. So I just knew that that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really have been diving into that story. Mm-hmm. Um, I found a devotional on the Bible app um, and okay. I've been just kind of listening to it and things. So um, I'll start back. I'll go back on my story and just kind of, <clears throat> um, you know, I was that typical girl in that great family. Nothing could go wrong. And then the summer before I turned 13, my parents got divorced. Wow. Um, and it rocked my world. Um, I thought that that was the only thing that was going to rock my world, but little did I know. (laughs) Um, so, you know, 13 is a pivotal year, right? For anybody, but for a girl too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's a big, it was a big deal. Um, I adjusted to that, got through it, all the things. Um, you know, I met Philip when I was 16, um, and we, had, I had just gotten out of a really bad relationship with a, and a I say a relationship, but I mean, right, I was 15. Sure. Yeah. But it know. does seem like it, that. Oh, it was. Uh, yeah, it was, for sure. it was a bad relationship. Um, but, um, so I met him, I didn't want to date anybody, but I just kept feeling like I, that's that was the one, you know? Yeah. And um, it's funny recording this today, and today is our 11th anniversary. Oh, well, happy anniversary. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so, but I met him when I was 16. We started dating um, a couple months later. I'd, we talked, before we were friends for a while. Yeah. And we started dating, and, you know, it was life, you know, yeah. it was a good a good relationship. My mom adored him. My dad adored him. Like, everybody in my family adored him. Um and then went to college, did the whole, you know, we were high school sweethearts, all the things. My story really, I, I have a good story before him, but like, I really feel like the refining yeah. fire part is when, what we've been through. Sure. Um, and so we um, got engaged while I was in college and he put his foot down and said he wasn't going to marry me until I graduated college. 
um, because he knew that I probably wouldn't finish. I probably would quit school and not go back. And he was probably right at the time. Wow. Um, so I hunkered down and um, finished in three and a half years. Wow. I did. I took 23 credit hours each semester. Holly. <laughs> um, but I was determined. I wanted to be married. Yeah. I, you know, and I yeah. knew that that, like, we had been together for five years at that point. I was yeah. like, this is the one. I want to be married. Um, and so I, we did. We got married. I graduated in December. And we got married in March. <laughs> um, and um, quickly learned that like, marriage is great. Like, I love being married to him. He's my rock. He's my my ever constant, you know. Yeah. Um, but that first year was rough. Like mm-hmm. it was every, you know, they always say it, but it is. Yeah. Um, we made it through, you know, all the things. Um, and then like, it just, it seemed like there was so much happening back to back to back. Um, we lost my stepmom um, very suddenly. Um, we found out we were pregnant. We lost that baby. We found out we were pregnant again. Um, all the things. Um, but the biggest, you know, it, each one, like I said, was yeah. a fire. We went yeah. through. We walked through it together, um, and we went. Th- we made it through. Um, so the the refining fire is like mm-hmm. I just felt like everything we've been through, we've walked through together. We're stronger because of it. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely, Amen. I was looking, and when you told me about the refining fire in Daniel three sixteen mm-hmm. through twenty eight, I read and was studying. Um, I love that that the fire had no power. That, that part in verse 27, mm-hmm. um, but what it did for them on the outside, like that, that is what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So t- talk to me a little bit about the refining fire. Like, how has it refined you? Yeah. What are some so, things that you've learned? So each, um, you know, each experience that we've been through, especially mm-hmm. the miscarriage, that was a big thing for us. Mm-hmm. Um, that was hard. Um, it was one of those things that I, um, I, I kind of had a moment in some of the doctor appointments in the early stages of the pregnancy, like something was wrong, Mm -hmm. but I kept like, no, it's, it's fine. It's fine. You know, it's just, it's the enemy. Like we were new in our like fresh walk with the Lord. Um, cause you know, I've been in church my whole life. Um, so did he's, he's grown up. I mean, you, you've known him, you know? Um, I know when you said 11 years, I was like, "Mm, I might be getting old. (laughs) (laughs) I told, um, Katie and Robin today, I said, I don't know how I'm old enough to have been married 11 years. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get it. Um, but, um, so we both, you know, grew up in church, but like, Mm -hmm. it's the, um, the things that you go through that make your walk stronger. Um, and I can, I can truly say that, you know, the miscarriage and I keep referring back to the miscarriage, but that was a big deal for us. Absolutely. Um, I'm sure you remember everything going through that. Um, there was a moment though that night, cause we found out on a Wednesday, um, at just a regular doctor appointment or what I thought was a regular doctor appointment, but it was an appointment that, we were going back to check something because something didn't look right on the ultrasound a previous week. And so we were going back. Um, and it, it turns out I had lost the baby like a week and a half before that. Um, so I ended up having to have the DNC um, and all of that, um, you know, trauma that comes with that. Sure. Um, but that Wednesday, we left the doctor appointment. We got home and Philip looked at me and he said, do you want to go to church or do you want to stay home? And I was like, well, my body tells me I want to stay home. Like, I want to just crawl into bed and cry. But my spirit's telling me, go to church. Go to church. Amen. And we came. We, I was like, 
if we're going to go, like, we need to get up and go now or I'm not going to go. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so we got here and um, I want to say it was Caleb. It's still a little fuzzy, but I think it was Caleb that told me um, because you guys showed up tonight after getting this news a couple hours ago proves to the enemy that you're not he's not going to win. Yeah. And those around. Yeah. Because I remember y'all coming to church and stuff after all that. Mm-hmm. I remember watching you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so we had, um, I think it was still, the big church was still going on Mm -hmm. up the hill, but Rodney and Debbie were down here. Um, and Rodney asked me, he said, can we just pray for y'all? And I was like, yeah. And he said, we don't have to say anything. Um, you know, it's nobody's business, but we're just going to pray for you. Um, and I'll never forget this moment with big Deb, (laughs) love her to death, (laughs) but, um, she, um, when she hugged me, she said, ask God for a word. And that's what she told me. And I held on to that. And that night I was sitting in worship because they did this before the service. And I I asked God, I said, okay, she told me, ask you. So I'm asking you. And that was one of the first times that I can remember hearing that like inaudible voice in my spirit. Um, And I was like, what was that noise? Yeah, like, what is that? <laughs> what's going on here? Like, because you know, you you hear people say like they yeah. have that moment where they yeah. just start hearing the Lord. Yeah, um, and that was my moment for me. Yeah, um, wow. and it was the word trust. Um, and he was like, and that's all it was was trust. And I said, okay, we're gonna hold on to it. And I didn't tell anybody that night. I was like, I'm not. I'm not going to tell anybody because I wasn't sure if I was just crazy. You know, <laughs> it was the first moment that I had heard that voice from him. Um, and then, so that was in, let's see, that was in May, I think, August or May. I don't remember the exact, the dates are real fuzzy. Um, but we, um, ended up getting pregnant with Jan Ling that next September. Um, and we waited. I was like, I don't want to tell anybody. We told our parents and our siblings and that was it. Um, after the first ultrasound, but I was like, I'm not telling a single soul. Yeah. Until we make it through right. that first, you know, trimester. Um, and then, but once we did, they were like, everything looks great. Like, this mm-hmm. is, this is such a healthy pregnancy. Um, and she, from the, from the get-go, <laughs> has just been yeah. a little bundle of joy. Yes, she is. Um, she is, you know, they say that babies born after miscarriage or loss are the rainbow babies. And she is my rainbow. Yeah. Um, yeah. and she even says her favorite color is rainbow. <laughs> and I think that's just, I'm like, that's God working. Yeah. She's got a yeah. sense of humor yeah. right yeah, there. She does. <laughs> um, but no, she, she is my rainbow. She is my joy. I yeah. love her so much. Yeah. Um, and she knows exactly what I need when I need it. Mm-hmm. And when I think I don't need it. <laughs> um, but, um, he kept telling me, you know, after we found out that the pregnancy was viable and everything was healthy and, and he kept saying, see, I told you. Trust. Trust. And I was like, okay, I'm glad that was him, yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's when I really started sharing my story a lot more with everybody because I was like, there's got to be somebody that's going to go through a miscarriage that needs to understand that it's hard. It's hard. It's really hard in the moment. Um, it's really emotional. But rely on who you got around you. Yeah. And they'll get you through it. And then rely on the Lord. And Amen. He's going to be there yeah. for you. Amen. Um, and it's going to be a hot fire, you know? Yes. Um, and you're going to think you're never going to get out of it. Yeah. But you just come out. And like, and you know, when a blacksmith puts iron in a fire, it, it comes out really dark and 
kind of dreary looking, but then when it's it gets shiny and it's pretty and it's beautiful, and yeah. it's just it's it's the perfect little yeah. picture, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and so you know, just to keep on with my story a little bit, um, so we had Janely, everything we had this perfect little family, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, we were back home in our home church, and I was like, this is what I want. I want to bring my baby up in this mm-hmm. church, you know, all the things. Um, and it, it was good for a while, and then we decided to have Marley. Um, Lord, Lord, little Marley, <laughs> she is my, uh, my true epitome of if a second child was born first, there would be no two. <laughs> That's hilarious. Because I love her to death, but yes. she keeps me busy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, her and Mitchell both, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're two peas in a pod. Yeah. Um, but with her birth, um, it was, um, a very traumatic birth. Um, I, Tested positive for COVID at 32 weeks pregnant. Wow. Um, Philip and I both had it, and I think Jane Lee had it too, but we never tested her. But I had COVID. Um, it was, that was a lot, you know, being as pregnant as I was. Um, and then after that, I had just complication after complication after complication. I had gallbladder issues. I had blood pressure issues. I had preeclampsia, everything. Um, and then ended up, I made it to 40 weeks. She was fine. They monitored me very heavily. I actually went on bed rest. I came out of work after that that. um, because I was just, I couldn't, I was too, it was too much on my body. Mm -hmm. Um, And they wanted to try and keep her in and not have to deliver her early. And so I just stayed at home. And um, during her birth, that was a lot in itself. Um, I was trying to go as natural as I could. Couldn't, ended up doing it. And then right at the very end, um, her heart rate um, dropped very, very low, and she got stuck and couldn't come out. So I ended up having to have an emergency C-section with her, and during the C-section, I almost hemorrhaged. So um, that her birth is a, ch- is a game changer for yeah. me, physically, yeah. mentally, yeah. everything. Yeah. But, um, but <clears throat> it... It was a quick one of those times that I knew I went through that because, again, like I said, you go through things so that some, the Lord can put somebody else on your path. Yeah. Amen. Um, and he did. He put on an E on my path because we have very similar birth stories. Mm-hmm. And I helped her. And I, and she still tells me to this day, you know, I wouldn't have made it. Wow. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, again, it's just that refining fire. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, there was a, a part in one of the devotionals I read um, that um, it says when you have an encounter, and not this wasn't in the devotional. This was, I think Katie had mentioned this in one of her messages. When you have an encounter with the Lord, He will show you your destiny. But it's not, it's the community around you that speaks into you to shape you into that destiny. Amen. Um, and so that's, <clears throat> you know, when you asked me to be on the podcast, I was like, that's, I want to get this story out there so that somebody that I may not know can listen to it. You know, Amen. I'm sure you have listeners that don't go to this church. Uh, we do, and they, uh, they're they always, when's the next one? Mm-hmm. When's the next one? Because I think sometimes we forget, you know, our family, our church family. Mm-hmm. You know, like even at Thrive last mm-hmm. Saturday, the women that came, we had like, I know, 12 visitors just from my, oh, wow. my world. Yeah. And they were, wow, you know how we break up in small groups and mm-hmm. do exactly what you just said? They've never experienced that. And I haven't even told Katie this, but one of them, um, she went to her pastor's wife, was like, I want to do brunches for our church. Like, wow. this is what this church, Auburn Heights, is doing. Yeah. But 
not it's not just a sit and get. We're doing life together. Yeah, absolutely. And being real with each other and not pretending like, you know, mm-hmm. everything's yeah. all well yeah, all the yeah. time. Like we're, yeah. That's the one <clears> thing that, um, and Ana is really, we, we, her and I have really worked together mm-hmm. and kind of built each other up on that good. is um, I'll look at her and she'll tell me, you know, how are you? And then mm-hmm. I'll be like, I'm good. And then she looks at me and she's like, but how are you really? <laughs> yeah. You know, really. Um, and so, you know, I'm, I'm that type of person. Like if you got it, come sit by me. Like yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll talk, we'll work yeah. through it. You yeah. know, don't, um, don't think you got to go through it alone. Cause you don't. Amen. Yeah. One of the things I learned at worship school, it was the theme of the worship school, um, Todd Fields and uh, worship circle. It's a name. So I've given credit, uh, but you are loved and you're not alone. Mm-hmm. And it's for worship leaders, but it's for everybody. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's you're loved and you're not alone. Like, we have to have that. You have to have community. I've been where I've been in some dark moments where I've isolated mm-hmm. myself. It's not good. We already know that's not good. Yeah. But I want to retreat. I want to be left alone. I don't have anything to give you. And I'm used to always trying to be kind and smile. Yeah. So when I'm not, but that's that's not good. That's yeah. not okay. So, yeah. So. Yeah. And I know that, you know, Katie touched on this when she was on your podcast about the friendship, but like those two, they're my rock. Like yeah. Philip's my rock, but they're my rock. Yeah. Yes. Good um, to have good friends. Yes. That's from the Lord. Yes. Yes. Study those scriptures. Yeah. Um, so, but there was, you know, and they talk about, um, and Daniel in with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego mm-hmm. in the story, um, they talk about like the Hebrew names that they were given, uh-huh. um, and I just think that that's great because they came, you know, they Shadrach was, and I'm going to say it wrong. I'm not, okay. not well versed in their I'm names. Write it down. Um, but they say that, <clears throat> is it Hananiah mm-hmm. um, is his Hebrew name? And that means God has been gracious. Oh, wow. Um, Daniel, um, that's uh, his Hebrew name is um, Bel- Belteshazzar. Um, Good job. (laughs) I I wouldn't know if that was right or wrong, but I'm just pretending. (laughs) Um, And it means my judge is God. Um, Meshach. Daniel means my judge is God. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Meshach is Mishael. And I I listened to that one this morning. That's why I can say that right. Um, But it's who is like God. Who is like God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then Abednego is Azariah. Um, and that means God has helped. Wow. I love stuff like this. This is awesome. Um, but then it talked about in there, it said if you combine all of those meanings of their Hebrew names, mm-hmm. um, you have a preview into the story's victorious ending. Yeah. So you combine all that together yeah. and you see that they come out of the fire. God has been gracious. Yes. Has helped them. Mm-hmm. Was, Only he can judge. Who is like God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm reading here, like uh, Daniel 3.28, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and delivered his servants. And you said this a while ago, so I was smiling at you. Who trusted, mm-hmm. uh, underlined, tr- underlined trusted him and set aside the king um, king's command and yielded up their bodies rather than serve and worship any god except their own god. The fire had no power. We talked about that a while ago. Mm-hmm. You're like, I've heard Brother, Brother White and uh, Pastor Rodney <laughs> preach on this. Not a hair was touched. Yes. Um, they encountered evil, but they challenged it. That's mm-hmm. what I wrote my notes. Mm-hmm. And then I put what you've been saying this the whole time, Holly. God allowed them to go into the fire, right? Mm-hmm. He allowed them, you're going to go through the fire. Yeah. Um, and like it even killed 
the king's strongest mm-hmm. men. It was that, what, seven times? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Not a hair. There um, <laughs> also was a part that, like, it talked about how he fasted, and that's where the Daniel fast came from. Yeah. And all of that because they they fasted they you know they the king Nebuchadnezzar gave them the food, um, and he told the guards I'm not eating that you know I'm not see give me vegetables give me water and give me vegetables and see you know if I fare well right because the the guard was like well I can't go back to King Nebuchadnezzar I can't I can't do that like yeah he's gonna kill me you know yeah. mm-hmm. um, and they came out on the um, more beautiful side than all the other prisoners who ate. The, f- the food that King Nebuchadnezzar provided. Wow. And so that that yeah. really showed me, like, mm-hmm. you got tough times, fast through them, pray through mm-hmm. them, yeah, get through, you know, that, because you're going to come out more beautiful in the end. Amen. Yeah, the miracle was in the fire, mm-hmm. not before it. Mm-hmm. Not, it was in the fire. Mm-hmm. That's hard for us, like, when you're talking about the things you walked through or I think about our story. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like yeah, that. No. Yeah, but the trusting and the faith and the steadfastness, all those things. Like when I'm sitting there on Wednesday night and I, because, you know, the next day I didn't have the DNC until like 24 hours later. And so I'm just sitting there and I'm like, this this thing's, this baby's inside of yeah, me, right? Yeah. I'm, and I've done something wrong. No, but it yeah. wasn't me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, the enemy's like a little snake, right? Yep. And he's going to yep. slither in there and... Um, and that whole time, that whole night, he was like, "You're never gonna have another baby. You're never, you you did something wrong. Your body can't carry a baby, you know." Yeah, and yeah. and then and that's when I kept hearing that voice, trust, trust. And it was like trust, period. Yeah, trust. That's it. Yeah, like when I had uh, said this, I think I feel like I said this on every podcast, and I don't mean to, but it's what you're saying. I trust you, Lord. That's mm-hmm. all I had. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's all I had to say, Holly. Um, because it you, <clears throat> and it, it said this in this devotional too, like. Don't do not act before seeking the Almighty God who's your deliverer, right? Mm-hmm. If you've got a situation, go to him. Yeah. Go to him and ask him for guidance and ask yeah. him for, you know, okay, you're gonna put me in this fire. Are you gonna help me come out of it? Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like God, are I you gonna say. put that fourth yeah. person in the fire with me? <laughs> yeah. Can can you place it, son of God? I need him with you, right? Yeah. Now. Yeah. yeah. I always uh, like I this is how I talk to the father, but just keeping it real. Um are we really going to go through this? Mm-hmm. Is this what we're really doing? Okay, I trust you. This is what we're doing, but... Okay, but <laughs> but uh, your will be done. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah, Lord, just don't like it. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, I was trying to see there was another thing in here, too, that said, um, you know, don't be bullied by the situation that's looming or others that are pushing you to act. Fix your eyes on the one who holds you in the palm of his big, mighty hand um, and controls everything. Mm-hmm. So... You know, one of the things I got when I was studying, when you gave me what you, your word, was when they came out of the flames, they were promoted. Mm-hmm. Like they had to go in. Other, I mean, I think I had the other Babylon, Babylonian officials were jealous of them, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So they went in off of that. I mean, God had a bigger plan, and I know we know that, but they came out promoted. Mm-hmm. That to me, like beauty for ashes. Yep. Like you were talking about the, what were you telling me? What was it called? The welder guy. Uh, uh, the blacksmith. Yeah, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't visualized. I can see the whole scene. But it comes out 
better. It comes out promoted into what it was supposed well, to be and, made into. And so you got the blacksmith, right? And he's made this iron what it is. So then that iron's going to sharpen iron. Iron sharpens. Just like it says <laughs> in the Bible, right? Yes. So he's going to put you in those fires. Mm-hmm. He's going to be there with you. He's going to bring you out. You're going to be sharper. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to go sharpen somebody else. That's good. I love that. I love that. That's really good. So, iron sharpens iron. I can relate that. Um, there was another part in here that, you know, he ends his <laughs> praise session, and that's what they kept calling it throughout the whole thing was it wasn't like a prayer time. Like, he was praising him. He was telling him, like, we we got here, so we got to get through it, and we're going to yeah. praise you through it. Wow. Um, but he ends it by thanking and praising him because he answered his prayer by revealing the meaning of King Nebuchadnezzar's dream. Yeah. So he was the one that revealed the meaning to him. Wow. So, And the king at the end says that your God is mm-hmm. the one true God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is so good. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm just sitting here listening. Yeah. I'm still stuck on iron sharpens iron like that. All the came, like that. Maybe everybody else knows that already, but that was really good. Like how you, how you put all that together. Um, Isaiah 43, did you relate any of this to Isaiah 43? I didn't. Okay. So let me read this up real fast. Um, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through waters, I will be with you. Um, you know, I'm old lady. I'm going to put my glasses on, Holly. <laughs> All right, here we go. And when you pass through rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. It keeps on going. Now I'm down in four. Since you are precious and honored in my sight, and because I love you, I will give, blah, 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 and keeps mm-hmm. going. But I was like... When you talked about flame, I think the refining fire and all that, I remembered Isaiah 43, like parts of it. But when you go through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord your God, and I'm with you. I love you. I yeah. honor you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that yeah. amazing? It's amazing how it all ties together. It all ties together. Yep. But it also, like, you go through those fires, mm-hmm. and you've got people looking in on what you're going through, right? Yeah. You know, the day and age of social media, um, you know, yep. not much goes on there. I don't personally put much on there yeah. just because yeah. if you want to know my story, come sit down and talk to yeah. me, right? <laughs> come sit right here. Um, but um, what I loved about the... Um, uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego was, and Janely likes to tell this part of the story. Um, you know, they're watching. They threw them into this furnace. Okay, they threw these three into the mm-hmm. furnace, and then they're standing there. And then all of a sudden, King Nebuchadnezzar's looking there, and he's like, "There's a fourth person in that fire." Mm-hmm. And Janely said, "Yep, he, God put him there. That's an angel. He's <laughs> he's protected." And that's exactly how she says it. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm sure you can picture her just can, with yes, that hand her on her hair. Yes, yes, exactly how I picture her. <laughs> Yeah, um, I mean, but, think about their whole, think about their whole cognitive overload at that point because they just watched their guys get brutally murdered, right, right, and then they at that point you didn't know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then they're like, I mean, they just opened it up and they can't handle the fire, yeah, like that. I could that would preach, mm-hmm. and so that just shows you like you've got people watching in on you, right? So you got to take what you get put through yeah and don't let it get you down yeah. like let it be a part of your story sure you know and being um, aware of that too like i think that's the thing it's you know we're human mm-hmm. and so we're going to go through human emotions and all the things that come with and that's fine yeah grief and sadness you know and all, all that. that's fine yeah yeah because yeah. would i love to have three children on the earthly mm-hmm. side with me sure a hundred percent sure 
but it's not wasn't meant to be. Yeah. And you know, there's was test run right after the yeah. the procedure and all of that, and there was something wrong, physically wrong with the embryo. Mm-hmm. And so, you know what that tells me that the Lord saved me from years of having a special needs child and there's nothing wrong with having a special needs child, but like it just wasn't a part of my story. Yeah. And so that's one of those things that you just got to take and let people look at you and go, okay, if she can make it through, I I can can make it through. Yeah. And being real and authentic Mm -hmm. with our story. And not trying to hide it because by Mm -hmm. no means I don't want to hide it. It's not, you know, I'm not ashamed of it. Yeah. The miracle is in the fire, mm-hmm. not before it. Yep. <laughs> so good. And then taking the miracle mm-hmm. and expanding on it. Expanding After on. the fire. Yep. Yep. And sharing it. Mm-hmm. So good. Yep. You have anything else? I'm good. <laughs> love you. good. I, I think I love it. This is like mm-hmm. the, the best. I wrote a lot of stuff down that you said tonight. And I'm going to go back. I'm going to keep studying like you have been because... You know, I I'll was, send you my devotional please, I've been doing. Please do. Yes. Please do. Because I'm learning all the old Bible studies that y'all learned growing up that I didn't learn. Yes. Um, but it was good. And I appreciate it. I appreciate your, um, like I said, being real because that's who you are mm-hmm. and authentic. And you make a big, huge difference in this church today. You. Your presence is felt. And I'm drawn to people that are authentic and kind and work hard and mm-hmm. live a quiet life and mind their business yeah. and all the things. And so I, I do. I love you very much. Well, thank you. I You're love very, you too. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to pray us out? Yes, I okay. do. Yes. Lord, we come to you today and I just, I want to thank you for mm-hmm. this opportunity. Um, Lord, you know, you've given me my story for a reason. Um, and if all I do is glorify your name by saying it, then that's, that's enough. Mm-hmm. But if I minister someone else to you, oh, that's even better. And so, Lord, allow this to touch, allow this podcast to touch whoever it needs to touch. Um, And if they want to get in touch with me, by all means, you know, send them my way. Um, And I will minister to them through how I can to get them to where they need to be. And, Lord, I thank you for Kim and all that she's done with this podcast and and touched however many people she's touched. Um, Allow it to continue to thrive and, and keep moving on. And Lord, we just ask you to be with everyone today that's listening mm-hmm. um, and give everyone just, we always say this at night, you know, before we put Jane Lee to bed, give everybody a good night's sleep mm-hmm. and we wake up happy and ready to go in the morning. <laughs> Amen. Um, so again, thank you for this time and we love you. Amen. 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 <laughs>